0: Good morning, and welcome back to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brennan McClenahan, your faithful as ever host, and I'm here with Nancy Klosterman, my formidable guest. Um, Today, we are going to be reading Matthew 2, verses 1 through 12. Nancy, would you mind reading this passage together, and then we'll reflect about it afterwards.
1: Sure. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Judah, during the time of King Herod, I'm sorry, magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard that he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him, when he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judah, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written, but you Bethlehem in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel then Herod called the magi secretly and found out from them exact time the star had appeared he sent them to Bethlehem and said go and make a careful search for the child as soon as you find him report to me so that I too may go and worship him after they had heard the king They went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed on coming to the house. They saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route.
0: Thanks, Nancy. So uh, what's what's interesting to you about this passage? What's grabbing your attention? And what kind of questions do you have about it?
1: I think it goes back to the Genesis where he puts the stars in the heavens. And mm. and later he uses those stars to direct this, um, this story. And he puts that star. I mean, it has a purpose, right? In God's plan, so many things that he does, we we see as that that they don't mean much, but they have a purpose and we may not Mm. see that purpose. But I think that's, that's so cool that he put that early on in, in, in time, he put those stars in the sky and that's what brought them to Jesus.
0: Yeah. Did you know that, um, that the Christmas, like the star that do you hear about this? So (laughs) so I think this is so cool. (laughs) For the first time since like, uh, 1200, the 1200s, I think it is, you can see the Christmas star, which is the same star that the, um, the Magi were following the wise men from the East. So what, what this is, is Saturn and Jupiter are aligning right now. If you don't know, it's kind of cool. So we're recording this on the 21st of December and this is the day. So isn't it cool that we're reading this passage? This is the day that the, um, the great convergence or conjunction or what is it called?
1: I think it's conjunction. Is yeah,
0: great conjunction um, is happening. These are Jupiter is one of the slowest moving planets, and um, so it takes a long. And then its cycle is like twelve years. I think Saturn's cycle is like twenty nine years. So the chances of them being lined up is very, 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 very rare, and um, and yet we get it um, for like one. Uh, just a day or two that they look like one star and it's going to be the brightest star in the sky um, and the last time we were able to see this in the 1200s but before that uh, you know there are several different other viewings you can see it like every it shows up like every 180 years but it's not always visible but um but but on in uh, ad you know seven i think it was which is technically when jesus was born this star appeared you know the the convergence of or the conjunction of uh, saturn and jupiter was was actually happened three times that year did you did you know this no so that year it's very it's not only is it rare for this to happen but it's even more rare for it to happen three times in one year and i don't know exactly how that works with jupiter and saturn but um it appeared in i think it was March 29 and then September 30 and the December 5th of that year, there were three uh, conjunctions of Saturn and Jupiter. And so the wise men would have seen the first one and gone, okay, we got to head toward that one. And then halfway through their journey, maybe they would have seen another conjunction. And then you know December 5th, they would have seen it again. There would be ongoing confirmations that this is the the sign that they're looking for.
1: Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah.
0: So I, I just think this is so cool because um, because the wise men from the East, these are Gentiles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, these, are, um, these are, are people that don't know God. They are heathens, you know, they are defiled. They're, you know, foreigners, they're enemies of God, so to speak. They're astrologers. You know, they uh, are magicians, they, you know, sorcery, whatever. That's how, you know, the Israelites would have seen them as totally secular um, and against God um, and following other gods. And yet they look at the stars and when they follow their curiosity about the world, about the heavens, when they practice science, basically, when they pursue their science, they come to Jesus you know they they finally they finally are directed towards the Christ and um, and they come to worship him. So um, today is epiphany, technically. it's Wednesday, Wednesday the sixth, and this is a, uh, a holiday in the church that we in you know our evangelical and and uh, Protestant circles, we don't really celebrate very often. but um, epiphany is this idea that Jesus was not that Jesus was revealed to the wise men. And what that means is Jesus is not the savior just of the Jews. You know, he's a savior of the whole world. And he answers all of the longings and questions like the Magi have, like, what is the star about? What does the universe mean? Where are we headed in the world? You know, what is our lives about? It's all, all the questions and desires in the entire nations, the whole world is answered in Jesus. It's not just, you know, the Jewish Messiah. Jesus is the King of the Universe that answers the questions of all the universe, and um, and so you see the the Magi seeking after a star in their own curiosity, and they find Jesus. And I think there's great hope for this too that that um, even though it may be a circuitous route, even though um, you know the secular world or scientists might be pursuing, uh, that might stumble across all kinds of different things in their own pursuits that we know ultimately. Um, their curiosity pays off at the end in finding Jesus. Hopefully, you know, as we become more curious about the world, we become more curious, we we begin to discover its maker. Um, and so that's what hope I have in that. But um, but for me, it's, it's also really cool to think about Jesus being uh, the light of the world, not just the light of the Israelites. And that's why you and I are followers of Jesus now. Right? Like we're we I was not born a Jewish person um, or in that lineage, but God, you know, includes all of us into it. So yes. um, that's something I was thinking about too. But thanks for bringing up that star. I, I totally agree that the, the things God creates point back to Him.
1: I think it's amazing too that He, I mean, as God, like in in yesterday's passage, we talk about His voice and how strong His voice is, and He can just mm-hmm. say something, but. He could just say, he could have just thrown a star up there, but instead he aligned planets mm-hmm. right so it's it validates that this really happened, and it validates that you know they they can't discount science then right mm-hmm. that there was a star so it just validates that he is God and that this this event happened um, yep. I, that's it's it's always bigger with that it's not just. This small little story it's always bigger than that so yes cool.
0: yeah what you're saying is um god could have plopped a star in the sky some magical vision and you know it could have been just chalked up as folklore right. you know like yeah. oh that's just a legend or whatever like that but when we're talking about planets aligning you're talking about the god of the universe who orchestrates the heavens and decided that that was the year he wanted to have three conjunctions. Was the year his son was born in the world, like, and and for science to be able to point to that at the same time, um, shows that he's the god of the universe, and that um, and there's you know um, there's an added level of trust and awe that um, that uh, God is discoverable and um, and not just some fairy tale. Mm -hmm. so yeah that's really sweet i love that nancy appreciate it um yeah there's also this thing about herod um which is really troubling you know the way that herod as a leader is so twisted um consults the prophets you know in order to find out where jesus was born not to worship him but to kill him Mm -hmm. and then you know to like trick the the priests and scribes into giving him information, and then to trick the magi, and then altered, and then to lie about it. You know, um, there's just that's really, really twisted. And um, I think it's important to remember that Jesus was born under such circumstances, that um, that he was born under uh, corrupted rule, uh, and 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 uh, you know that shortly after he was born, there's a genocide. Um, And he had to flee and become a refugee. Um, That's literally what happened to Jesus. And so I think it's important. That's something that often gets overlooked in the Christmas story because it's, you know, silent night and cozy baby Jesus in a manger. It's really cute. But um, it's also important to remember there's like a lot of bloodshed and a lot of lying and corruption um, surrounding Jesus' birth and the light shone in the darkness, you know, so anything else about this passage you want to pull out nancy
1: Mm, i don't think so
0: okay well thanks everybody thanks for listening um and we will be back with you tomorrow what are we reading tomorrow tomorrow we're reading acts 19 verses 1 through 7 so um go in peace have a great rest of your day and we'll be back with you tomorrow morning bye